Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Behind the Steel Curtains Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour. And the family's all together tonight. This is exciting. I'm Chris Pugh. I've got Paul Yanchek and Joe Frost with me tonight. Now, we're going to do this the right way. I'm going to start with Paul. Paul, how you doing? We are family. Doing good. <laughs> you, think, you think you're Willie Stargell or something? I like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to make us want to sing. It's just so thrilling to you all put a song be in my soul. Aww. And that's the song of all the songs. <laughs> it's like a lot of songs. It's not Renegade. It should be Renegade. I can't uh, imagine a point where Willie Stargell was ever a feared power hitter. Like Willie Stargell was kind of like this you know, Fat Albert, hey, hey, you know, just like a fun guy around the clubhouse. But, you know, when Willie Sargent led the Pirates to the World Series, like he was the Barry Bonds of hitters. He was just like the feared, I, I don't know. We're, we're a little too young to remember Willie Sargent, right? I remember. Well, I mean, it, apparently you aren't. So you're going to give us the yeah. rundown on him. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. You have vivid remembrances. Vivid. Yeah. Wow. I saw Willie Sarge was a little eager. I said, man, yeah. man that I know his bank account good. number, his pin code, and his social security <laughs> number. And here's his address. I'm like, what? How, yeah. Why are you saying all of these things on a podcast that's actually about the Steelers? That's true. Well, and to bring us up to speed, the Charter <laughs> well, how's Joe doing? Uh, the, yeah, how the was Charter Charter fantastic? The, the Charter member of the Big Ben fan club who – I, I could hear his tears from Mississippi Monday ooh, night. You know, ooh. it's a big tribute to Big Ben. Uh, it's Big Joe Frost. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm trying to recover from that emotional Monday night football game. That was just literally everything that you could want it to be, really. Yeah. I mean, I, I think reasonably. I mean, you could say, oh, yeah, I'd love another five-touchdown game. That's not likely at this point. But uh, – you know, it was a solid, a solid win, and you know, it felt good all the way through the game. Uh, the the mistakes were minimal, and uh, we embarrassed the Cleveland Browns. So that's 
everything you can want out of a Monday night football game. And we keep our playoff hopes alive, however slim. Well, we're going to talk <laughs> about the Browns in a second. But first of all, let's talk about the playoff hopes because I'm quite fascinated by these scenarios going to this weekend. So it pretty much practically comes down to this. The Steelers have got to beat the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. And you Done. check. It's funny because a couple weeks ago, we the Ravens were the top seed in the AFC. Now the Ravens have to beat the Steelers, and they have to hope like three other things happen to make the playoffs. I mean, the Steelers have a rough road to climb with the game that's got to go the Steelers' way, but the Ravens have got to beat the Steelers and have three games go their way to make the playoffs, which is stunning. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson got hurt. Um, Harbaugh made a couple of strange choices in going for two instead of going for a tie. I mean, man, it would be hard to be a Ravens fan right now. What could have been because now they're they're practically out of the playoffs. I'm stunned. By yeah, that. I can't imagine what it would feel like to have like a really commanding lead uh, in the division or in the in the AFC, and then just totally tank over the course of a month and absolutely blow it. What must that feel like? Well, you know, but the strange thing about it, I know you're referring to what happened with the Steelers last year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Playoffs. It, it was just very – just very We made good. the playoffs by default, like – Right. Oh, exactly. <laughs> we lost our way into the playoffs. Figure out that. How does that work? Doesn't well, work well. And, and there's some talk. Lamar Jackson – does he play in the final game? I mean, you know, he's supposedly getting better and back to health. I I don't know. I mean, the Steelers are are still not a completely polished team, but I think they got a legitimate chance, and maybe the Ravens don't have as much to play for. Paul, you think they got a chance on Sunday? Steelers or yeah, yes, and, yeah. And I mean, for certain Tyler Huntley. Um, yeah, I mean it's the, the the Ravens are a hot mess. I mean that I think all three teams, discounting the the Bengals, are kind of a hot mess. Um, but yeah, so I, I think I'm trying to remove the Jacksonville scenario from my mind because um, part of me is like, does does it matter? Um, but I. I really think the Steelers should be able to pull this off. I think the Ravens have really lost their way and they're kind of floundering. So it, this is kind of the Steelers game for the taking. I think Jacksonville got their heads kicked in last week by new England. Um, You know, it's impractical look at past history because everybody's different. There's different coaches and everything, but Jacksonville's won the last six times that Jags and the Colts have played in Jacksonville. Now, again, the coaches are different. The teams are different and everything else. You may have a chance. I'm stunned. I think that Jacksonville has decent receivers. It's shocking that the connection hasn't been as great between Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville recently. Um, I don't think it's too crazy to think Jacksonville could win this game, but I don't know. Indianapolis is one of those teams that, you know, they had a rough loss to the Raiders, but, you know, they could be a team that does something in the playoffs. Um, I'm liking their coaching staff. I'm liking Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's been really impressive 
from a running. Uh, Joe, do you think there's any chance that Jacksonville can pull off the upset on Sunday? Well, there's always a chance. Right. It's <laughs> one in a million, baby. Uh, I think there's a there's a chance. There's talent on that field, and it, it'll it'll come down to their ability to be able to stop uh, the stop the run. That's 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 what the Jags have to do. Uh, if they're not able to stop the run, there's there's not really any hope for them. So that's there. That that would be the place for them to concentrate in order to be able to give themselves a good leg up to make it happen. Uh, is it likely? I don't think so. Uh, it is not likely that the Jags will pull off this victory. They can. Well, there's also it's possible, but I don't. It's a tough one. There's also a chance that the Colts could pull a Browns and say, you know, let's just not run at all. Let's just pass. Yeah. Yikes, man. <laughs> And, and we need, yeah, we definitely need to talk about that. But me, I can't imagine that they would do that because they're not the Browns. <laughs> well, <laughs> let, let, let's talk about that in a minute. But I got to give a plug. Um, hey, if you're out there saying, man, these goofy guys, I want to listen to more during the week. Um, Paul, Joe, and I, um, are we have a separate podcast network, The Ohioan, where each week we sit and we talk about goofy news stories and everything. Be sure to continue to check us out in the Ohio win. Um, we do a lot of fun stuff on there. But why am I doing this plug right now? Well, we're from Malone College originally, and Malone College is a very small college football program. They don't have a college football team anymore. But believe it or that's not, that's how small it is. It no longer they have exists. a NFL <laughs> player on the Colts that's actually uh, heading to the Pro Bowl this year, and Ashton Doolin. And Astra was a guest on our Highwood Podcast Network. So I, I got to tell you, I'm definitely rooting for Jacksonville on Sunday. Uh, but if it isn't meant to be and it doesn't happen, uh, you know, hey, I, I wouldn't mind seeing my guy Ashton Doolin do okay for the Colts. You know, he, he's a nice guy. It's been nice to see what he's been able to do on, on offense for the Colts. So, yeah, check us out on the Highwood Podcast Network. Um, it's a great place to – stay connected with us as well um let's talk about this we had a big argument about this before we started taping um sunday night now nbc likes to do this thing where all these games are being moved around because they want to set up good matchups they want like the steelers are going to play at 1 p.m the colts jags game is at 1 p.m they want to make sure that it's interesting you can follow both games at the same time you know, you're not set these scenarios where the games don't matter as much. But get this. Here's a scenario. If the Steelers beat the Ravens and if the Jags beat the Colts, yeah, Steelers fans are going to be excited. Looks like the Steelers are in the playoffs. Because the Raiders-Chargers game, Chargers game that's going to be on Sunday night is a winner-take-all matchup. So whoever wins that game makes the playoffs, the loser goes home. But there is a scenario where if the Chargers and Raiders tie on Sunday, both the Chargers and Raiders go to the playoffs and the Steelers go home. So here's my scenario. What would stop the Chargers and Raiders from saying, let's tie? We're both going into the playoffs. Now, it's hard to orchestrate that, I know, but what would stop both teams from just taking a knee 
during every play. Ends up being 0-0. They just make sure they don't take a knee in the end zone. Yeah, it would set football back a million years. NBC <laughs> would probably lose their contract because they're like, why are we showing this on Sunday, Sunday night, night football? You're you're pitching a scenario where two teams do nothing but take knees and punt for the entire game. Could you imagine Sunday the Sunday night football? Okay, all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight, and we're watching two teams take knees for two hours. Well, but just think this: what would the fans be like? Well, the fans would be like, "Wow, we're in the playoffs." Just think, if you had a well-competitive, orchestrated game where each team is fighting hard and it's a great game, well, if one team wins 30 to 35, the team that loses is out. You know, I don't care how great you play. I don't care how wonderful the game is. Uh, The game's at Las Vegas, so the Raiders fans are going to be upset if the Chargers win this hard-fought game at the end. Man, Raiders fan, if they're sitting there going – oh, my gosh, it's going to be a tie. We're in the playoffs either way. I bet you the fans will go crazy. I bet you the fans – I have a question about that, just the Raiders <laughs> fan thing, just, just as a sidebar. We'll get okay. back to this in a second. But Raiders fans, it's not the same group of people who are the Raiders fans that we think of when we say Raiders fans, right? right? These are people who live in Las Vegas who just now realized about football. Like, they just figured it out. They're yeah, just like, so oh, my gosh, there's a right. professional football? Wow. <laughs> um, are they going to – they're not as rowdy as uh, as the old Oakland people were, right? They're going to be excited. They just want to I mean, make they'll the be, playoffs. They'll be excited. Sure, 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 sure. But they're not going to be <laughs> Oakland Raiders fans. They're not from right. Oakland. They're from Vegas. People Oops. won't die is what you're saying. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Old school there Raiders is like a the chance of murder is way lower. Yeah. <laughs> Old school Raider fan would just go after both teams. Yeah. And it would be mayhem. Yeah. They're wearing the spiked shoulder pads and they're going to spear somebody. And then, you know, there's going to be all well, sorts of. You talk about a chaotic season. I mean, the Raiders lost their coach to a scandal early in the year, they lost their receiver. Because there's a horrific accident that someone died from. They lost a cornerback that had an accusation against them. So, I mean, they're having all these stuff, you know, in and out all over the place. What a way to end the year by saying, look, we're in the playoffs. Yeah, it was kind of a weird last game. Yeah, we had to watch each team down the ball. But, man, at least we're in. <laughs> you know, we're not going to die. I don't know. As a fan, I, if that were a scenario that we were talking about the Steelers doing that, I would not be satisfied with that at all. Uh, I, 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 w- I wasn't even super thrilled about how we went out at the end of the season last season where we got beat with our backups and third stringers. Like, even that wasn't a great scenario. It didn't feel good to back into the playoffs like that. Well, we I don't know. To- I don't think we that's need for to take anybody. a break soon, and we'll talk about the Big Ben send-off and the Browns game and everything. But mm-hmm. could you imagine if the send-off for Big Ben was the final week of the year? This, you know, it's a winner-take-all game. 
but if they tied, both teams got in. And no. Big Ben's send-off was him downing the ball every time. No. The tie where both teams got in. <laughs> I guarantee you at some point he'd give up and he would call an audible and he would be doing a, a deep ball to Claypool or Johnson. Well, he'd be <laughs> – And if that happens in the Or Raiders, deep ball to Washington. Like, what are you doing of all the people? Why are you throwing it to Washington right now? Right. And if that happened at the Raiders-Chargers game – Oh, I mean, all kinds well, of stuff. Well, if it's third down, he throws it to Ray Ray uh, uh, at least eight yards behind the first down mark. Right. Yeah, but, yeah, so, <laughs> I'll admit, the tie's probably not going to happen. I'm being goofy like we are yeah. on the Excedra yeah. show on the Ohioan uh, Network. But, that said, it's out there. It's a possibility. So, all I'm saying so is, weird. if it's like 4.30 on Sunday – and Seward fans are sitting here going, wow, we beat the Ravens. And wow, the Jags beat the Colts. <laughs> and wow, a hole Don't opened up underneath the soon. Jaguar Stadium and the Colts fell in it. <laughs> Just got to make sure the Raiders and Chargers aren't meeting at the Arby's before the game going, hey, guys, hey. we tied, we're both in. You know? Hey, while happen. we're here picking up on these great Buffalo boneless wings, yeah. uh, let's, let's talk about coming out with a tie. So if they had a nefarious meeting to orchestrate this plan, would it be at Wendy's or where would they meet? Where, where do you guys think would be a good location? Oh, man, plans like that. It's got, I mean, Arby's is probably a good choice. Maybe a rallies. A rally. No, uh, you are – is this game uh, – is it a Chargers home game or a Raiders home game? Is that Vegas? I, I think there's still In-N-Out Burgers in Vegas. So uh, okay. either location, I think In-N-Out Burger would have to be the destination. So we implore, I'm not sure how many um, Vegas fans uh, avidly listen to the Beyond Still Curtain there, Network. There are three In-N-Out Burgers in Vegas. But I, I implore <laughs> Vegas residents who are Steelers fans, if this scenario happens, please check the In-N-Out Burgers or – any fast food places because if you see the Raiders and Chargers bus, you got you got to walk up to it and say, "Don't tie tonight." You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, a lot I, more than you three. think I'm about so sorry. <laughs> both both teams could say, "You know what? We both beat the Steelers. Neither one of us want to bow out so the Steelers can get in. We both beat them, so let's just uh, so you know there there could be something to that." Yeah, because it would. So you're thinking if they're going to come up with this plan, it would start at the kickoff, like at the very beginning. Yeah, and I'm thinking it's not. I would meet at the end of It would be so hard to try to figure out a way of making like a 24 24 tie. It's got to be like a 0 0 tie where they're down in the ball. How, how do you make that? No, just if. If a team's got 21 and, you know, time's getting short and it's 21-14, just everybody clear out of the way and let them run. Yeah, but people are missing extra points. What happens yeah. if you, they all clear out of the way and the, point. the kicker trips on the Now you have to goal. work out a scenario where everything comes up. Okay, we need a safety. Just everybody go for Everybody go for two point conversion and just let the person run in. Okay, I can't. No, that's what I'm like, when it starts getting, like as bizarre as a total kneel down game would be, I would find it so much more bizarre if there were the other the defense was orchestrating a way so the offense could score. Right. Like, that's so. Now they're going to need some more yards so they can get this field goal. Like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> There's no way the NFL can let that happen. No 2% way. 2% chance it happens. But I think sewer fans need to be worried because there's a 2% chance it could happen. I'll leave it at that. All right. Well, we got to go to commercials. So this is um, the Pittsburgh Sewer Power Half Hour. I'm behind stillcurtain.com. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Steelers fans, welcome back to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour. I'm Chris Pugh, got Paul Yanchek and Joe Frost with me. Uh, we're talking about the doomsday Steelers playoff scenario. So, again, I'm not truly expecting a tie with the Raiders and Chargers, but it could happen. You never know. Let's just pray that that doesn't happen. Um, we got to talk about Steelers-Browns. Um Here's where I'm starting. And, uh, Paul, I think I mentioned this to you last week's show. We predicted the game, and I said, look, it's going to come down to the Browns' offensive play- playbook. Steelers came to the game with the worst run defense in the NFL. And if the Browns run, Browns win by two touchdowns. If the Browns don't run, the Steelers win. It comes down right to that. It was accurate. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, how the heck would this work out if the Browns wouldn't run the ball? The Browns didn't run the ball. Baker Mayfield tried to play hero, and it didn't happen. I, I'm shocked. And the Browns aren't a good football team. We all know that. But why wouldn't you follow that play? I, I mean – I'm at a loss of why the Browns played the game the way they did. It's just the players aren't worthwhile, and it sounds like the – it just was a really dumb move, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it feels like – it almost felt like Stefanski had this mentality of everybody's ragging on Baker. I'm going to show that we'll, we're going we're gonna to win – just riding his coattails. Uh, that, that's the only scenario I can come up with because Nick Chubb should have had about 275 yards. Uh, I, I, I have no idea why they did what they did. That was bizarre. There wasn't anything during the game where they were talking about Chubb having any kind of injury, but uh, post-game... Uh, like I think it was even earlier today I was looking at something and there, there was the, an injury designation where they were talking about um, a problem with his ribs. But so you, I, I don't know how much that fourth, was. A, I don't know how that was affecting him during the string running back. He could have had 275. <laughs> well, well, clearly he didn't. Like, <laughs> right. But, uh, that wasn't happening. Like they but, did try to run with somebody and it was not working. Well, they've had these issues with um, Chubb where it's like for a couple of years now where they don't use him as much. And I agree, 
maybe you don't let him run 30 times a game, but it's just like it, it's crazy. I mean, I, I don't get it for the life of me. It's kind of strange. Um, Obviously, whatever for whatever reason, they didn't do it, and it was a disastrous call. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there was injury during the game where they felt like they had to use him a little bit more sparingly, but I don't think he was in the third quarter at all. Or was that the second quarter? There was a middle quarter there where there was no chub at all. Well, I, th- I think he had eight carries in the first half, and he ended up with, what, 12 carries? Yeah, wasn't good. Not a lot. And he didn't really get that much when he was running. So, yeah, it's just very strange. I I didn't get it all, and it's like, okay, I don't think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. I think Baker Mayfield isn't terrible, but he's in over his head. He's not that guy that's going to win you a Super Bowl. I, and I think that's made abundantly clear. But if I'm the Browns, he had ten incompletions in a row. Right. <laughs> He's had the injury issues throughout the season. But that said, okay, if your guy is too injured to play, you shouldn't play him. I mean, look at how our work is right now. I, I got a leg issue where I haven't felt good over the past couple of days. Well, when my work found out about it, they're like, hey, can you still handle yourself? Well, since I'm sitting, I'm okay. But if my work had me run 100-meter sprints, I shouldn't work. You know what I mean? So, like, Baker Mayfield, everyone's like, wow, what a tough warrior that goes out and plays. He can't throw the ball. If you can't do your job, don't go out and do that. And to the point we were talking about before, Baker could have been a game manager. Baker could have thrown the ball eight times, and and they ran it 50, and they probably win the game. Why did he throw 38 times? And the offensive line of the Browns, I mean, T.J. Watt uh, just went haywire. And they got to the point where the Steelers had nine sacks. Nine. They don't have the exact Nine sacks. They had multitude. I would say at least five or six, probably a lot higher. Balls knocked down. I mean, T.J. Watt was talking. Oh, yeah. Hampton got two. T.J. got two. Yeah. So – I'm not sure what the thought process is. I'm hearing some things from my personal sources with the um, B control and everything kind of saying, Hey, something could be happening between Mayfield and the Browns. I mean, there, there's some raw feelings right now and it's just, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And- well, there, there never seemed to be a whole lot of fallout for what, ended up being that rift between OBJ and Baker. Like there was stuff said and there were some people who were kind of unhappy, but then it just kind of, we walked away from it and we're like, okay, but there's been, there's been a lack of synchronicity with the team. They're not connected. Uh, And so I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what happens after this year. OBJ hasn't been um, Jerry Rice for the Rams, but he's caught, I think it was like five touchdowns the last seven games, which, hey, I take that production. Sure. So it's not. Considering and, he had like five touchdowns in the previous two seasons with the with right. Cleveland, it was just ridiculous. How, how, how do you have OBJ on your team? <laughs> well, 
And you gotta think too. There's a it's little like bit... it's like getting in Michael Jordan and being like, oh, I just don't know how we use him. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? Throw him the ball. That's how you use him. <laughs> what is what is wrong with you? Yeah. So it's and I'll tell you next year. It very much looks like, you know, there's going to be no Big Ben next year. There's going to be some transitional changes. You know, I, I don't know where the Steelers are going to be at this time of next year. But I will say, say what you want about the coaching. I don't always agree with Mike Tomlin. But the Steelers are in so much better position than the Browns are. And I know being here on the Steelers Network, I, I know we're preaching to the choir here. But I, I, I'm absolutely stunned that the Browns called that game like that. It was stunning. Um, they've been and so I was so surprised at how ineffectual they were on defense as well. Yeah. Just did not. All of the talking that Miles Garrett did, he got handled one-on-one. I, I don't know handled. if he had- I don't one know if he had on one. I think he had a couple tackles, maybe, but I couple tackles, but yeah. for all of his talk about all he was gonna get all up in uh Roethlisberger's jersey, uh just didn't. He was not there yeah. and he was not being double teamed for most of the game. The Browns very much looked like a team that lost interest when they got knocked out of the yep. playoffs the day before. Um Let's talk. We don't have a ton of time left, and I wanted to. So much has been said on other Beyond Steel Curtain podcast and nationally about Big Ben. So I don't want to talk about Big Ben for an hour here, but we need to take a couple minutes because it was kind of it was an emotional night. Um, so look, here's kind of my general thoughts. Big Ben. He's lost some stuff this year. He hasn't had a great year this year. 